0: Hi, I'm Dr. Becker, and copper is an important trace element vital to the production of enzymes and other important cellular processes. Copper in your pet's diet is metabolized and stored in the liver, and the excess amount of copper is excreted in the bile and then leaves the body via stool and urine. Some animals are born with or develop changes in the liver that actually trap copper inside individual liver cells, resulting in toxicity. Copper storage disease is exactly what it sounds like. It's an abnormal accumulation of copper in the liver, which can lead to progressive damage and scarring of the liver, which is called cirrhosis. The condition is also known as copper storage hepatotoxicosis. Copper storage disease is most often seen in the Bedlington Sky and the West Highland White Terrier, as well as the Doberman Pinscher. Bedlington Terriers typically acquire chronic hepatitis as the result of an inherited trait that causes copper to stay in the liver instead of being eliminated from the body. Bedlington Terriers with the gene typically develop acute liver necrosis before they are six years of age. However, breeding management has really helped to decrease the number of cases. In Dobermans, blood work can be abnormal as as early as a year of age, but the liver disease doesn't usually become symptomatic until Dobermans are much older, around seven years of age. In Westies and Sky Terriers, the disease can occur at any time and the copper accumulation can be apparent as early as one year of age. Dalmatians in labs with the condition are typically middle-aged and developed, uh, develop symptoms that are associated with chronic hepatitis. The condition can occur in cats, but thankfully, it's quite rare. There are three factors that play into an animal acquiring this disease. Number one, failure to exc- excrete copper in the bile, and this is a common problem more so in the Bedlington terriers. Excessive copper storage is the second reason, and this means that the liver sometimes stores too much copper, especially in the cases of liver inflammation or chronic liver disease. Excessive copper ingestion or too much copper consumed at one time can overwhelm the liver storage capacity and can cause liver damage, especially in dogs with a genetic tendency to store copper. Copper storage disease generally falls into one of three categories. Subclinical disease, which means the animal has the condition but there's no obvious symptoms. Acute disease, which is most often seen in young dogs and causes hepatic necrosis or death of liver, of liver tissue. And chronic progressive disease which usually occurs in middle-aged and older dogs existing with chronic liver disease and the condition of cirrhosis or scarring of the liver. Symptoms of copper storage disease depend on the amount of damage to the liver and can include lethargy, anorexia, depression, vomiting, diarrhea, excess thirst, as well as urination, jauntist, which is animals turning yellow or having a yellow skin appearance, anemia, fluid buildup in the abdomen, which is called ascites, dark colored urine and hemoglobin in the urines, which changes urine color. There can also be spontaneous bleeding and black or tarry stools from bleeding through the GI tract. On occasion, there can also be nervous system disorders resulting from your the liver's ability to break down ammonia in the body. And so you, your pet can actually have some neurologic stumbling and some circling conditions in advanced situations. Your veterinarian will absolutely take a complete history of your dog and perform a thorough physical exam as well as some diagnostic tests, which include a complete blood count called a CBC, a biochemical profile, a urinalysis, and a serum bile acids test. An abdominal ultrasound will also be performed to evaluate the condition of the liver. However, a definitive diagnosis of copper storage disease requires a liver biopsy, which will include quantifying the amount of copper that's actually in the liver. Pets with copper storage disease require lifetime treatment. As with any disorder, the earlier that you can diagnose this disorder and of course institute treatment, the better your dog or cat's chances of living normally with a great quality of life. Treatment of this condition requires removing toxic levels of copper from the body and preventing further accumulation from occurring. The traditional veterinary approach to removing excess copper in the liver is a drug called penicillamine which actually helps to chelate or bind it up and then releases it from the liver tissues and promotes excretion through the urine. However, the use of copper chelating agents in Dobermans is quite controversial because the disease tends to progress even when you utilize these medications. I strongly recommend that a homemade copper-free diet is uh, it is instituted as quickly as possible. The reason I say copper free is you want a homemade nutritionally balanced diet to be fed to your pet. So all of the nutrients need to be optimally nourished, but not copper. So the diet needs to be put together by a veterinary nutritionist or someone who is capable of formulating a beautifully balanced diet, minus the copper. It's very important that these patients received optimal levels of zinc because zinc, uh, research shows that zinc has a really nice beneficial effect at helping to bind up copper and push it out of the system. Research also shows that there could, that some of these pets could have problems metabolizing some of the synthetic forms of copper used in many of the bulk pet food premixes. And so increased levels of zinc can actually help to reduce the amount of copper absorption in your pet's body. It's also important that the diet is formulated with nice levels of vitamin B6 or pyridoxine because B6 can also be beneficial at helping to excrete additional copper from the body. If pets stay on commercial diets, it's really important that they are formulated with very low levels of copper. Homemade diets need to also be sourced from low copper sources of meat, which includes beef, white meat chicken, turkey, and eggs. Those, all of those protein sources are low in copper. And it's important uh, that organ meats be avoided because organ meats typically have higher amounts of copper. Commercial available diets need to have a copper level that's less than 0.5 parts per million of copper and less than one part per million of copper should be consumed through drinking water. So if you're on well water, it's important that your well water does not contain additional copper. Vitamin C should also be avoided because vitamin C increases copper absorption. Uh, Supplements like vitamin E are recommended as antioxidant therapy because we know increased vitamin E can help reduce the amount of liver damage that's occurring. Additional supplements that can be very beneficial are SAMe, ursodiol, as well as phosphatidylcholine, which is an antifibrotic agent, as well as milk thistle, which can be really beneficial at protecting healthy liver cells. Full recovery from copper storage disease is actually quite rare, but management is usually possible. At a minimum, most dogs with the condition must be fed a very low copper diet for the remainder of their lives. This is also the very best approach for young dogs with the condition to prevent the accumulation of copper in the liver before it becomes a major problem.